1: Fox FM's Avery Reader will always stand by the fact that Jim was the best
2: class in school.
0: More hits, more favorites, Fox FM.
2: Avery here along with Matt. How was your weekend, Matt? Not too bad, not too bad. I was up north with the Terriers and Fun in and Laurent, so a few miles under the belt, a little bit of time on the bus, but it's, it was a good weekend. A lot of road travel. That's what I did as well. I ended up going to... Uh, watch my brother play in Provincial Championship to a six-man Provincial Championship. (laughs) Didn't go their way, but uh, still a good game to watch nonetheless. Also watched football on Sunday uh, on my couch. Really enjoyed that. And uh, going back to Friday, I guess, also went to the Remembrance Day service and ended up hanging out with a few friends here and there throughout the day. But, uh, yeah, it was a good weekend. How was that service, by the way? It was fantastic. They go above and beyond there. Uh, They have everything you expect and beyond that uh when it comes to presentation and all that so yeah it's pretty sweet to see and uh, they just keep adding to it each and every year
1: fox fm's reader would make a terrible zombie he doesn't even like head cheese
2: <sighs>
0: more hits more favorites fox fm and the
2: cfl is looking to improve and Help the fans enjoy the game a little bit more, and how they're doing that is a little bit of a survey through foxfmonline.ca. All you got to do is answer a few questions about the CFL, and you could be winning a $250 gift card from your favorite team. So maybe you're looking for that new jersey, maybe you're looking to get someone a new set of team wear for the Christmas season. All you got to do is complete the survey at foxfmonline.ca.
0: Avery and Reader do have superpowers. It's watching 10 hours of football every Sunday.
1: More hits, more favorites. Fox FM.
2: Today we're wondering what's the first thing people notice when they drive into your hometown. What is it for you, Matt? Oh, you're going to make me think already. Um... (laughs) It's Calgary, right? Well, Calgary, or, or specifically Airdrie, which is just north of Calgary, and and with Airdrie Highway Two, pretty much splits it right in half. And one of the first things you see is the pedestrian overpass, which goes over top of the the highway there. So that's probably the big thing for Airdrie. Maybe that and the water tower. So yeah, those would be the two I would pick. For me in Waka, uh, definitely would have to be either the gas stations because there's like two gas stations if yeah, you're coming right from at that uh, intersection there. Yeah. If you're coming from the south. But if you're coming from the north, one of the first things you'll notice, probably that'll at least catch your eye, is the sign. And Waka is spelt W A K A W. Same back and forward, right? So then it's horizontally and vertically. So it's a cross that just says Waka basically, going <laughs> up and down and side to side. Okay, okay, yeah, I get that then. So the K's in the middle and you got everything going in the yep. other direction. Okay, yeah, yep, basically. So that's something that would definitely catch people's eye. You can text or call 306-783-3699. We want to know what's the first thing people notice when they drive into your hometown.
0: A decent breakfast with ladies. Avery and Reader are at work so early that they keep their own stash of milk and cereal here.
1: More hits, more favorites. Fox FM
2: more hits, more favorites and if you're looking to update your first aid or CPR C course, well, on Thursday and Friday November 17th and 18th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Western Development Museum in Yorkton. They are going to be giving their standard first aid AED CPRC course. And if you want to take part, all you got to do is give Frankie a call at 594-5489 for more information. You can also find Bullock Health Services on Facebook if you're interested. <laughs>
0: Avery's really into TikTok, while Reader can't understand why Avery's obsessed with clocks.
2: More hits,
1: more favorites. Fox FM.
2: I bought a new Christmas tree for this Christmas season. Okay, it's a little bit bigger this year. <laughs> the one I had before, I, I can't remember where I got it. I think a dollar store or something like that. And it was about, uh, not really that big. It's probably about a football tall. If you really wanted to compare it to anything. Couple. S- Well, not quite a couple feet, about a foot. Yeah, so now now the other one that I ended up finding, it's about up to my waist, which I'm happy with. (laughs) So more of a Charlie Brown-like tree is what you're saying. Yeah, something along those lines. And I can actually fit all of my decorations on the tree, at least it feels like. (laughs) Next tree he's getting, it's going to be as tall as him. The one after that will be about 10 feet tall, and (laughs) they'll just keep growing each tree he buys. Yeah, exactly. But uh, when we were growing up, we always had a fake tree. And then all of a sudden, I think there was one year where mom and dad said, hey, we're going to make the transition to a real tree and really challenge ourselves to do this the real way so we ended up going to like a christmas tree farm and we would cut it down ourselves and haul it in the truck and then we'd have like the actual stand where you had to screw it into the trunk yeah. and all that sort of stuff it was it was always fun that way and then also it just consistently smelled like pine throughout the winter <laughs> season as well that was that was my parents i think they for a while there did a, did a real tree and then they actually transitioned the other way it went to oh, really? a, a fake tree just easier to maintain. Yeah, it definitely is, especially if like you have a long way to go to the Christmas tree farm or wherever you're going to get your tree right. It's uh, it's definitely a lot of work if you're going to be using a real tree. See, I'm going to be on the other end of the spectrum trying to figure out how do I keep my tree cat-proof throughout yes. the winter season. <laughs> is there any way, like, what have you had any ways that you can do that? Uh, let it topple on top of her? <laughs> Just let her learn... <laughs>
0: Reader's always looking for a way to drop a couple pounds, but his all-brisket diet won't do.
2: I mean, come on, who doesn't
0: love brisket, right? More hits, more favorites, Fox FM.
2: And Matt, you were on the road with the Yorkton Terriers over the weekend, hey? Yeah, it was a long road trip. Uh, two games up in Flin Flon, and then quickly across to La Ronge for an afternoon game on Saturday, and the team went one and th- two over the three games. How are things up there? Like, is it different in terms of weather-wise? Is it a lot colder up there? Uh, I wouldn't say a lot colder, but they definitely got a lot more snow than we did, I think, when I was reading the paper up there at the hotel. What was it? They had up to about 20 centimeters of snow between two days oh, up wow. there, so a lot, a lot, and you can definitely tell when you look around. So yeah, a lot more snow up there, but uh, I'd say about the same temperature wise as here. Okay, so not much, not much difference, just a little bit more snow. Uh, also, Melville ended up taking on the Notre Dame Hounds on Friday. Uh, didn't go their way. Melville ended up losing by a score of four to three at Horizon Credit Union Center, but they'll be looking to make a bounce back coming up on Friday at the end of this week, November 18th, as they're going to be hosting the Estevan Bruins. That's a big-time game. That's a massive game. Two division foes here. Melville fighting for a playoff spot. Estevan trying to establish themselves at the top of the Viterra division. No, that's a that's a huge game. And then Estevan will be in New Yorkton the next day on the Saturday. And also the Swan Valley Stampeders took on the Portage Terriers at Stride Place, and it was a big victory for the Swan Valley Stampeders as uh, they win both their games that were slated for this past weekend very good stretch for the Stampeders and anytime you can beat a Centennial Cup host during a regular season (laughs) which is what the Portage Terriers are doing this year that's always a plus side Stampeders, they're they're becoming one of those sneaky teams. Keep your eye on them in the West uh, West Division. They might be uh, a good one this year. And shout out to you if you're a hockey parent, because I'd imagine that you might have been running around this past weekend if you had a hockey tournament or something like that. It's kind of the full swing of hockey season as of right now. Keeps us busy, that's oh. for sure. There's a lot of scores that we're keeping on top of, and it's, it's that time of year. It's pretty much full tilt until about a Christmas break, which lasts for about two, three weeks, depending what league you're in. And then it's back full tilt again in January.
0: Avery and Reader are having push-up contests. They're both passed out in the lobby.
2: More hits,
1: more favorites. Fox FM.
2: Well, the clock is ticking on the world population to reach 8 billion people. Right now, we're sitting at... 7,999,855,700. Just over that mark as it continues to go up here this morning. Sorry, I was getting hypnotized by the uh, ticking of the clock there. (laughs) So, when it comes to uh, population marks, you remember the 6 billion mark, correct? Well, I remember as being over 6 billion, at least like 6.7 or something like that when I was in school. It was never really a big thing for me when I was growing on up. I mean, when you think about it, yeah, that's a a lot of people, but (laughs) it's never really been one of those things where it's like, oh my goodness, that's a a huge thing. Yeah, it really is. And I remember when I was in school, when we reached 7 billion, they made a whole big deal out of it. Every class it was brought up. Social studies, math, all that sort of stuff, (laughs) right? But uh, yeah, rolling through today, we could be reaching 8 billion people. Uh, They say that Over 200,000 people is how much the population increases by each day, and it looks like we're on pace by the end of today's end. We could be hanging around 8 billion people. Interesting. It's interesting. By the end of the day. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre to think that there's that many people Mm. on this planet. Yeah, that's that's a lot of people.
1: There are too many of them. What are we going to do? If Marvel ever wants to cast a Spider-Man with a dad bot, Reader's ready to go.
0: More hits, more favorites, Fox FM.
2: And I'd imagine that people are excited to get the Christmas decorations up. I managed to put a few up here throughout this weekend. And uh, yeah, it was a good time to put them up and get into the holiday spirit. But the only thing I've got up right now are the lights in my window and those have stayed up the whole year. And <laughs> I'll probably wait a little later, closer to December before I start putting anything else up, you know prevent the cat from trying to tear it apart i think that leaving your lights up all year round is a universal rule just in terms of making it easier on yourself we did that at the farm all the time we left uh, our christmas lights on the farmhouse all the time uh and whenever my friends who have christmas lights to put on their house always leave them up it just makes it easier on yourself you know the sad thing is with my lights though they're not outdoor they're inside oh yes i've got lights inside as well i, I line them up along the uh edge of the upper edge of my living space. So it, it's up along the roof and the wall. Like okay. The, like, okay yeah, yeah, that that kind of rim up there. So yeah, it just runs up along there and around the windows and it's a good look and it uh, feels a lot more Christmassy and then also I had to move my furniture around to <laughs> accommodate for the Christmas tree. It always feels like that you need to do that for a Christmas tree because it needs to be in a spot where you feel comfortable with it in, right? Some places, for sure. Mine, I don't have to do that. I kind of have a, enough space in the kitchen slash living room area oh, where yeah. I just stick it up alongside the wall and uh, walk around it. It just works.
1: Avery isn't afraid to drink milk right out of the carton. Then he doesn't have to share.
0: More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. Seventy-three thirty-six
2: ninety-nine. this morning... I'm wondering, as along with Matt, uh, <laughs> what's the first thing you notice uh, when you drive into your hometown? Or what's the first thing other people will notice when they drive into your hometown? Uh, Mary Lenko sent us a photo of the statue that's out front in Kenora. Oh, the Lessia statue. Yes, uh, that one's fairly iconic. I know that people uh, always see that first whenever they're driving into town. And if I remember correctly, I think they reap painted it recently like it's it's been there for a long time i I know there was some work done to it but yeah it's right there on the highway when you enter uh kenora so it's it's pretty visible yeah it's a fabulous piece of artwork for sure
1: readers no good at fixing things but if you need someone to hold wrenches he's your guy
0: more hits more favorites fox fm
2: and when it comes to the yorkton terriers every terrier goal scored during home games $20 is $20 donated through Sask Energy Network to Yorkton Kids Sport. So whenever you see a goal at a Terrier game, you know that $20 is going towards kids sports. So that is huge. So whenever... Uh you, you, you throw on the horn and everything. It's a, it's a big celebration. And keep in mind, Terriers back home on Friday against Notre Dame. It will be the first time in 22 days that they are back at the Westline Insurance Arena. So be there.
1: Breeder's hair is more salt than pepper now, which is tough since he has to watch his blood pressure. More
0: hits, more favorites. Fox FM. <laughs>
2: Well, the king turns seventy-four years old today. Yeah, that's that's one away from a big one there. Seventy-five is usually a what is that? Is that a diamond anniversary? Yeah, yeah, seventy-five usually. So getting up there. Yeah, um, his mom made it quite a while as uh, the longest-serving monarch, which is pretty crazy. And she passed away not that long ago this year. So uh, yeah, to celebrate the king's first birthday is king. Uh, probably a pretty special thing for him. It's a bit of a weird feeling now saying uh, there's a king in England instead of a queen after so many years. Yeah, I mean like we did uh, the God Save the King at uh, the Remembrance Day service. That's the first time I've ever had to sing it and uh, it, it kind of felt weird. It, it, it definitely felt weird. It, it's just you've been used to it for so long. Now that there's a change, it's like wow. It's, it it kind of throws you a curveball.
1: Your car making weird noises? Just turn up more moorings on Fox FM to tune it out.
0: More hits, more favorites, Fox FM.
2: And I think it's about that time where people start thinking about Christmas shopping and really making sure they get it done. Is it that time already? Well, I think that November is the safe bet that people probably start shopping, actually. Because some people like to get it done ahead of time so that they don't have to worry about it and also they don't have to drop hundreds of dollars in one go throughout a span of a week or whatever whenever they have to buy gifts for parents kids sisters brothers all these people right I feel like I'm getting lectured right about now (laughs) with all the clapping and such but yeah when it comes to uh, Christmas shopping I mean I usually like to start in November and then wrap it up around mid-December yeah out of sight out of mind for me until like december-ish <laughs> you're like the week before type guy usually or is sure, it sure like we'll go with start that? of december he goes oh right i gotta do that <laughs> well it's uh it, it's a huge commitment because it's like you got to f- try and think about what you want to get somebody you got to find that perfect gift sometimes especially if it's like a significant other or something like that and then also it's always a battle of like okay is this gonna work out and then You also have to make sure you get gift receipts and all that sort of stuff too, right? Or the fun part coordinate with other people so you don't buy the same thing. Yeah, exactly, right? That's why I make a list and I send it off to everyone who I know is potentially buying me a gift. I'm like, hey, this is the list. You guys make a group chat and figure this stuff out. (laughs) You know what's funny? You mentioned that. I think my mom actually asked me a couple days ago what if I had any ideas for Christmas. So that's probably something I should probably get on instead of keep pushing off and (laughs) vice versa. It only takes like 10 minutes once you really look around because there's times where like I go around my house and I'm like, oh, I could use that for Christmas. Oh, I could use this. And then all of a sudden, I have a family member ask me what I need for Christmas and I can't remember for the life of me. <laughs> so it's just better to like write it down when you see that certain thing that you might need rolling through these next couple of months. Maybe it's a new knife set. Maybe it's something like that, right? Something as simple as something you need in your kitchen. Great. Now I got to do some brainstorming when I get home today. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Avery. Just do a lap around the house. You'll be, you'll be able to figure it out in a matter of minutes.
1: Avery and Reader are busy getting takeouts. So here's more hits, more favorites. Fox FM.